This is Harry Hulk Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about the game between the Washington Redskins and the Arizona Cardinals and how the defense stepped up this week. This and much more on a special Christmas Eve edition of Harry Hog Football, live with Eric. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, y'all? What's up, John? Crickets. What's up, Josh? Crickets. Excellent! Welcome to Harry Hog Football, episode number 444, where my co-hosts um, have bailed. So I'm relying on people in the chat room to come through for me to uh, help me remember stuff. I actually watched the game this morning again to make sure that I could uh, remember some things. And I and I really don't like doing the podcast by myself, so I'm counting on people in the chat. So what's up, Alamo City Live Music? Uh, B&G Buns, Kevin Grant from Bonnie Scotland in the house. I was just listening to Old Lang Syne this morning and realized that, that was a Scottish tune there. And... Um, Janie's glass eye. What's up? Um, if you'll notice, if you're watching on YouTube, I put in the bottom corner, that is the official location of the big man, Santa Claus himself, who will hopefully drop by FedEx Field later today to give us a victory in this game against the Broncos. So, I don't want to keep you guys too long. Episode 4, John Riggins, they say. That's right. For John Riggins, 444. And on that note, Dan Welch, thank you very much. I would like to point out that as I was watching this game, I'm going to try to keep it in, po- in positive form for this podcast because it's Christmas. I may not even give out any kicks. We'll have to see. But um, as I watched that game, I was encouraged, believe it or not, in the third going into the fourth quarter with P. Ryan because this dude... As bad as the offensive line is, all patched up and everything, this dude runs in the third and fourth quarter. He gets stronger and stronger as the game goes on. And people were saying it, you know, um, saying that earlier, but I had, hadn't seen it myself until I've been paying attention. I know John likes P. Ryan. I was ready to cut him earlier in the season. I was ready to him, but that did not happen. So... Um, Anyway, Merry Christmas to everybody. Let's keep it positive going into these last two weeks. How about it? Last two weeks of the season. Because there's enough negativity surrounding the team and the world. Um, Okay, so yeah. Let's let's just talk real quickly about the game. I don't like talking to myself. But anyway, here we go. A couple points in the game. Defense kept us in. I don't know if it was just Blaine Gabbert being really bad. Are our defensive dudes just putting their arms in the air like they just don't care on every play? Because I I mean, we knocked down like, I don't know, six or seven passes is all I can say. Six or seven. 
Uh, Michael Graff, welcome to the chat. Um, <laughs> points out that we swept the NFC West. Yes, we did. Um, I don't know what to say about that. When I was watching this game, I was thinking back to when the Cardinals were in the NFC East. And they were like the joke of the of the uh, division, if you remember that. Like we, everyone always beat up on the Cardinals, and we got to play them twice a year. And I was thinking how, no, I'm gonna stay positive. I'll just say how it was like old times, how we beat the Cardinals. Back to the defense, though. Back to the defense. I would be remiss if first and foremost I didn't point out Anthony Lanier the third's game. He had a couple of sacks, at least two or three or four knockdowns at critical times. He had the sack in the beginning that set up uh, Preston Smith to pick that ball up and get that return. And that pretty much set the tone for the entire game. Um, we did not give up any touchdowns in this game. You know what I'm saying? Amazing. Amazing defense kept us in. Gotta say, Kerrigan had a good game. I'm forgive me. I'm re you guys are so awesome in the chat to actually give me things to talk about. Cause yeah, I thought we'd be. I thought we'd have at least Josh or John on here, and that didn't come to pass. And we're at T minus what an hour and a half till kickoff here. So um, anyway, uh, dude, Galette. Had a pass or two knocked down. Um, Preston Smith had a big game. Kendall Fuller had a big game. Most of the time covering Larry Fitzgerald. I don't... Norman got burnt again this week. Um, Kendall Fuller, dudes. He's going to be a solid player for a long, long, long time to come. That's all I got to say. He's looking good. I mean, I know that he was injured when we got him. And there are questions, but I think he's coming around and he's going to be big. Uh, Rabbit Rads would like us like me to talk about the refs in the last two minutes. Um, if you're talking about in specifically, specifically there was a pass interference, and even more than that was the interception by Zach Vigil that they didn't even review. Kerrigan was calling for a flag, but it was under two minutes. There was like a minute 45 left, so we couldn't technically challenge but if you saw that play it was clear that it was intercepted i mean they didn't even review it and then they gave a pass interference a questionable pass interference call downfield to uh to uh um who was it larry Fitz it was on larry fitzgerald they, i mean the game should have been over with zach vigil who also had a strong game where did this dude even come from and he's actually playing really well and it, as disappointed as Redskins fans are in this season, I mean, they, we do have a lot of positives in the fact that a lot of these younger players, backups, have gotten plenty of playing time, and that can only add depth to our team next year. Or some, um, how do I say it, some uh, value if we need to uh, trade some people or whatever. So, uh Dan Fulch just said exactly what I was saying. Um, and, dude, we got to give a shout-out to Biggs. What about this guy coming off the street? Is that his name? What's his first name? Capri? 
Capri Biggs, I think. Capri Pants, Biggs. Anyway, Capri, is that it? I didn't even know where this dude came from, and he comes out and uh, he gets a touchdown, a couple of, couple of okay runs, and then a big touchdown on that screen pass. This is what I thought when I saw the screen pass, and it'd be interesting to see what you guys said, see in the chat, because maybe I just don't understand the rule. But it seemed to me on that screen pass that it took a long time to set up, and we had like three or four linemen down the field when Kirk Cousins threw that ball. And I've seen other times in the in a similar situation that they call legal man downfield on that. So I was wondering if you guys have any insight on why that wasn't a penalty or what it should have been. And in either case, it was it was a beautiful run by Biggs with some big fatties blocking in front of him down the field. But I was I was worried. I was like looking for a flag. Like, is that a legal man downfield? I don't. No, I don't even claim to understand the rules anymore. In the 80s and 90s, and even part of the zeros, I would say that I knew most of the rules of football, but they change, and they just reinterpret rules and stuff. So I don't know. Um, Biggs. Also, I saw an article about Biggs this week, and he was cut from the uh, 49ers, or they let him go, I guess. <clears throat> and I think he played for uh, the Broncos for a while too, right? And they cut him because I think I read an article this week where he's looking forward to trying to pay back the Broncos today for uh, letting him go. And you know what? Oftentimes if we let players go, they come back to haunt us. So maybe Biggs can come back to haunt today for uh, for the Broncos. That would be cool. It's cool with me. And uh, we'll see what happens because I think P. Ryan is a little banged up. I think he's playing. Um, I haven't looked to see if the injury report is out. I guess one of you guys can report it to me. I mean, not the injury report, like the inactives and everything for today. It should be out about now. But, um, yeah. So B the defense kept us in it. Kirk Cousins um, was okay in this game. He had a couple of nice passes. Ty Nitschke looked a little better than weeks past. Um other news from the week, Trent Williams, they finally put on IR, um, which we were kind of hinting might happen a few weeks ago once we were eliminated. Um, but the Redskins wanted to, uh, I don't know, I guess make sure they had Nitschke back and he was going to be able to play. All right, Pepper Spray is telling me that P. Rind is out this week. So that means I guess Biggs will be the feature back. Um, we also put LaShun, John's new favorite running back, on IR this week. So I don't know if we even have a backup um, running back. Do you, you guys might know. I have no idea. <laughs> um, thanks for putting all these little tidbits of information in my head for me to talk about here. <laughs> Cross him off then. That's hilarious. Um, the game winner... Play was it the play of the day? Was the one that hit the dude in the head from the the Cardinals down at the goal line? Yeah, I was cracking, cracking up. Um. Anyway, uh, let me see. I guess I want to keep this pretty short so that you guys can get back to your holiday festivities. Um, I believe who was who was coming to England and is going to be at FedEx today? Was that Simon Kinsey, our longtime listener? Um, because 
hopefully he'll be able to get this podcast and uh, listen to it while he's on the way into the stadium there. Um, okay, uh, apparently B&G Buns is reporting to me that our pro bowlers... Is this... I didn't even see this, dude. I, I swear I've been so busy this week getting ready for Christmas. So apparently pro bowlers Kerrigan, Williams, and Scherf. Sweet. Sweet. I guess Kirk Cousins did not go. He... Dudes, I don't... There's... All right. There's conflicting information with fans that want to keep and cut Kirk or let him go, Cousins go, but... Dude, I'm thinking we got to keep him. I mean, the numbers that he was able to put up, even with our crappy patchwork line and receiving core and everything else, I don't know... I think if we let him go, we're going to be in big trouble. That's just my opinion, but... Anyway... So Kerrigan, Williams, and Scherf in the Pro Bowl. Of course, Williams is on IR, so he won't play. Kerrigan had a huge year, as always. But, you know, those those three guys... Sometimes I think guys like Williams, you know, Trent Williams and stuff, like, he goes just because every time you watch a game... No, he's awesome player, don't get it wrong. Don't get me wrong. I think he definitely deserves to go. But, I mean, other fans that aren't Redskins fans are like, yeah, Williams, every time I watch him play, they say how great he is. But I don't know. <laughs> you can say that about a lot of players, like name recognition. Williams is getting to the point where he gets in on name recognition, but he is awesome. I mean, he's awesome. Zach Brown is an alternate. He's he's not playing today also, is he? Um, oh, Bengals want Jay back. Well, he, he's, he's on a contract with us, so... Um, I saw it also an article about Jay... Gruden this week and it was talking about what he's he's accomplished as the Redskins coach um, I think uh, he's now what t tied with the longest tenured coach since Dan Snyder took over or something but um, I, dude I don't really want to get too negative on our season because look how many freaking injuries we had I mean look on the bright side we get those guys back we have this depth next year if we don't have this rash of injuries, thanks to Deuce, then maybe we could have made the playoffs. In fact, just three, what, a couple games, like the Saints game, that if we didn't have that collapse, we could have won that. Uh, we could have probably beat Minnesota, I think. Um, you know, there's a couple other games that we could have won just as easily, and without those injuries, I bet we would have won. So stay on the bright side of it. Get in the Christmas spirit. Santa Claus at this moment has delivered. Check it out. Bottom right hand corner. One billion. Is that billion? Seven hundred and fifty three million nine hundred and fifty three thousand and some odd presents. And he is in Kazakhstan. Awesome. So anyway, uh we've got the Broncos today and the Giants next week, and you can look at it like, hey, we could go 8-8, eight and eight, not super bad. Or you could say lose these two games and get a better draft pick. Either way, I'm not going to be eitherly upset. I can't be, I'll be, be upset watching a game that we go out and win. But if we do lose, there's the consolation we get a better draft pick. Let's look at it that way. And now, with that being said, it is time. Oh, let me get the music. It's time for this week's Kicking the Balls Award. 
Kicking the Balls Award is brought to you by John Adams, who's not here. Maybe he should get my kick. No, I think he's like doing last minute Christmas presents, or maybe he is on his way to his mother's home. I'm not sure. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh, my Kicking the Balls Award, and this is, may come as a shock to some of you guys, or you may ask why. It's going to Jeremy Sprinkle, and here's why. Actually, I have two kicks in the balls awards. The Jeremy Sprinkle kick in the balls award is because on that on on that kick, that Arizona kickoff, no one decided to field the ball. I've never seen that in all my years of fo watching football. Like here, there's it was like they were treating it like a punt, like get away from it or something. It was the weirdest thing that I've ever seen. And the reason he gets my kick is because he was him and Bergstrom were the two nearest dudes I saw to the ball that didn't go for it. And Bergstrom, I give him a, a pass since he's there to block. Sprinkle's at least a tight end. He should go pick up the ball if he sees it. So he's getting my kick in the balls. And also VD gets a kick in the balls award for uh, that fumble right after the uh, interception where we had stopped Arizona. So uh, those are my kick in the balls award. In... The peanut gallery. Let's see. What do we have here? Da-da-da-da-da. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. Kicking the balls from B&G Buns is going to Norman. Yes, he got burnt, dude. Again. Again. Who, who here in, in the peanut gallery is going to argue with me that at this point in this season the best cornerback on our team has been Kendall Fuller. Who's going to argue it? Anybody? Go ahead and put your comments in. But yes, Norman, burnt again. Um, Not for a touchdown, but he gave up a uh, pass interference because he was burnt and had to pull the receiver to keep him from getting one. Um, And pepper spray, I'm glad you mentioned this. Your kick is going to the refs because, yes, there were like three or four calls that I felt should have gone the Redskins way, even though I'm biased, including that interception that was not an interception or not ruled one. And they all went Cardinals way. Every single every single one. So so yeah, there's that. And Dan Welch from Scotland is going to the entire return team. What can I say? I agree with that. Um, D Hall is our today, you're saying. What does that mean? Out? Out. Okay, D Hall is out today. I haven't seen him in for three or four weeks. Has he been playing? Because I haven't seen him. I think D Hall has reached the very end of the twilight of the career. his career. This may be the last time. Well, if he's not playing, you may have seen him for the last time at FedEx. And he's put in some good good um, service to the Redskins, I'll say. So uh, we will miss, miss him as a Redskin. So hats off to Mr. D'Angelo Hall for his service to the Washington Redskins. Anyway, with that being said, let's go ahead in to the game ball. And now, the coveted and ever-elusive Game Ball Award. Game Ball Awards. Let's see. Mine's going to Anthony Lanier 3.
BNG Buns can go give me the official stats, but my unofficial off-cuff stats are going to say three or four passes defended, a um, couple sacks um, at key times. I think he had, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think he may have been involved with that one near the end of the game where uh, Gabbert lost the ball and it might have been Kerrigan. Maybe Kerrigan landed on it. But anyway, picked it back up and, uh, you know, got them out of field goal range there at the end. Um, so uh, that's who mine's going to. Let me, I'm going to go ahead and give one for Josh and John too. Josh is, or John is going to give his to uh, Preston Smith, who had another big game, an interception. Um, John's going to give his to Kendall Fuller for having a big game. Um, BNG Buns is giving him to Fuller also for the surprising season. Um, Michael Graff giving his to Swearinger for knowing way to get knowing when to get away with the penalty. Um, yeah, I would have been pumped too. The only th- the thing that I was worried about more than that penalty was that the refs actually knowing the rule at that point after seeing what the refs did towards the end of that game. I was so afraid the refs were going to completely botch the game and be like, that's an automatic first down for Arizona, even though it was after the change of possession. Because, oh my goodness, those refs were pretty bad, to say the least. But, um, yeah, so Swearinger, you're giving him the benefit of the doubt. He was super pumped. I have a feeling that if that was third down, he may have done that, and he just lucked out with the timing we'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say he knew that it wouldn't have mattered at that point but yeah he was pumped he also had a few awesome plays where he like blew up the uh, running back behind the line he just timed it perfectly we got to keep Swearinger I think he's on a one-year deal correct me if I'm wrong but we got to keep him we got to keep Zach Brown I still think we have to keep Cousins and he's probably going to cost around He's probably going to cause, I mean, at least put the transitional tag. Is that what it's called? The one where you can match? At least put that on him so we can match offers. Because, dudes, he's the type of dude that's going to go to another team and he is gonna, he's going to haunt us. And we're going to see him winning playoff games, if not Super Bowls. And we're going to be upset. That's all I'm saying. Got to have a quarterback in this league. Um, anything else from you guys? Nothing in the peanut gallery. I'm going to let you guys go get ready for this game. Start your pre-gaming. I'm sure you're doing it already, but I'm not. So we need to start pre-gaming. Get ready for Santa Claus. He's in Nepal. Um, I would like to, let me see, give a shout out to our benevolent sponsor, Desmond C. Lee. You can reach him at Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter today during the game. Tweet at him. And uh, go ahead and tweet at us as well. Desmond C. Lee always willing to talk Redskins on Twitter. And I'd like to say Merry Christmas and thanks to everybody sticking with Harry Hog football through thick and thin, just like you have the team. Um, we'll talk to you guys. Uh, oh, let me find the outro music here. We're gonna, we'll talk to you guys next week and then the fo- about the next week's game. And then the following week, or maybe a week after there, we might take a week off. I don't know. We will talk about, we'll give out our games and kicks for the year. 
and we'll go from there. So stick with us after the season's over. Um, you know, appreciate everyone that's been making uh, the the uh, transition or addition of YouTube happen. And uh, if you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube um, podcast. And uh, yeah, so uh, that being said, we'll talk to you guys next week. Hail to the Redskins. And if you see a Cowboys fan, you guys know what to do. Joker!